Exploring the different relationships is an important part of life. It can be a way to learn more about yourself and the world around you. Through different relationships, we can find out what we value, what we need, and what makes us happy. In this Light Up Your Worth episode, your host, myself, Debbie McAllister, and 6-2 Manifesting Generator, Angela Lundy, discuss how to use human design to align with purpose, specifically in the context of finding and creating more love. Angela explains how the six human design profiles affect how people search for and receive love and relationships. When I was thinking about the timing of this beautiful episode, I wanted to publish it this week specifically, the week of love. February 14th, Valentine's Day was just yesterday. And so I wanted to give you a different perspective of love and how we can embrace all of the love in our life, not always just romantic love. So wanted to also share with you that this episode is sponsored by myself, Debbie McAllister and the Get Unstuck Coaching. And I want you to consider what would life feel like for you when you can move forward with confidence. I'm a Breakthrough Catalyst Coach and the host, as you know, of this Light Up Your Worth podcast. I'm also a fur baby mom. I was once a single mama and now I'm an empty nester of a son who continues to inspire me. I'm a spiritual diva. I'm a midlife resilient woman who did not give up on herself until I discovered my own worth and self-acceptance after five decades of struggle and I found peace. So I guide spiritually curious women to release mental and emotional blocks that keep you stuck so that you can discover the unbelievable resources within yourself, ignite your light and empower you to building a consciously intentional radiant life. To learn more about my coaching, you can go to lightupyourworth.net backslash get slash unstuck slash coaching stuck with slash Debbie McAllister. I can't wait to connect and see about the magic that we can create in your life. So without further ado, let's drop into uncovering your unique blueprint for love with Angela Lundy. You are listening to Light Up Your Worth with transformational coach Debbie McAllister, whose vision is to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources for your toolbox to raise the consciousness and frequencies for you and our Mother Earth, to discover the unbelievable resource within yourself. This podcast is for you, the spiritually curious, seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate healing, personal growth and development as you move forward with confidence building a consciously intentional radiant life each week you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other spiritual souls energetic healers spiritual modality experts thought-provoking life coaches empowering therapists and uplifting authors who are real and vulnerable as they share their own unique journeys through healing and offer their gifts This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it will motivate you to light up your worth. 
thank you for tuning in. Embrace your brilliant, gorgeous, and talented worthy self. Hello, this is Debbie McAllister, and this is Light Up Your Boy. Am I got a treat for you with this week being the love week of Valentine's Day. I am bringing on a guest, Angela Lundy. Angela has been pursuing a lifelong journey to align with purpose. She uses human design on herself and now on our clients to really get intentional with her life and how she operates in alignment. She is a 6'2 manifesting generator. As this, she lives a multi-passionate life doing things she loves. She loves human design, astrology, and gene keys. Nothing makes her happier than showing people their unique blueprint. In her coaching, she brings in meditation, journaling, and hypnosis, and she is evolving on purpose. Welcome, Angela. Hi, Debbie. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm so excited as we know that we're taping this to be released on the week of Valentine's Day. And boy, is that an exciting topic. (laughs) Love. (laughs) It's the big question, right? We want love in our relationships. We want love with, you know, our children, with our family, with, you know, so it's everywhere, right? It is. I like to really see the the week of Valentine's Day more than like the hallmark, the, you know, of course, romantic love is divine, but I do see love as all encompassing in ourselves and our, and our own lives. And so I'm so excited to learn about human design with just focusing, you know, more on the love. So uh, I would love to see where you'd like to start to jump us in to where we're, where we're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. You told me, you know, we talked about this. You've had a couple of human design experts on your podcast. I loved listening to all of them. Um, I'm excited to take another journey through human design for people. And so if anybody wants to pull up their human design, they can pull it up at either like myhumandesign.com or, or go to Jovian and pull up a free chart. But when you pull up your chart, you're going to see your profile and everybody's got a two, um, two numbers. They've got a slash in between and those are your, your profiles. And so I thought we could start kind of going through love in the profiles. Ooh, that's great. I'm a four, six. So, you know, um, I'm excited to learn more about love because that's the time, the season of life for myself is bringing in more love. Yeah. So let's jump in then and read about the profiles with all of the love focus. I almost want to start singing love boat. But... Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So there's six profiles. And so the first three, one through three are going to find love um, when, when they're in relationships, they're really how do I feel in this? So if you're, you've got a one, two or three, it's like, how do I feel in this relationship? It's a lot of um, how, how is it interacting with me? And so the first one is foundational. So if you have a one in your profile, you're really like the investigator. You like to have a lot of information about things. 
And in love, you really want to take your time, ask lots of questions. You know, this is the, the stereotypical, she shows up to the rom-com with the list and she's checking it off. You have this, do you have this, do you have that, you know, but it's just, it, it's how these ones operate. They need all the information to feel safe, to feel like they know who this person they're getting into a relationship is. So so really asking those questions, you know, and, and digging deep and laying a strong foundation before moving each step is like, okay, I've got the foundation. Now I can move to the next. I've got the foundation. I can move to the next. And so that's what a, a one line, that's what they're going to feel safe. That's how they're going to feel safe in relationships. If we go to the two line, that's the, um, they're kind of, they're naturally gifted at a lot of things, but to get those gifts really hone those gifts, they need time to kind of withdraw. So they need to find a partner that's okay with them kind of withdrawing or having time by themselves to kind of hone these gifts. And then, so sometimes they'll go out and they'll be social, but sometimes they really need to stay in and, and kind of, um, stay within. And, and the funny thing about this is a two line, like their favorite thing would be having a partner on one end of the couch and they're on the other, and they're both reading separate books and they're not talking to each other, but they're together. Right. Oh, I love that vision. <laughs> yes. And you know, in my, in my life, I'm a two. My husband, you know, he has, sometimes he'll be downstairs watching his sports and I'll be upstairs watching my, you know, movie or whatever I want to watch, but we're in the same house. We're doing the same activity, but we're apart. And I need that sometimes. Like, I don't want to watch the same thing with him or do the same thing with him all the time. I need to do stuff on my own. So, so that's something that we can look at too. And then the three line there are trial and error and you were a three line for the first 30 years, right? Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. And <laughs> the three line just, they, they just, they get so excited and they just want to jump in and sometimes they jump too quick and then they, you know, land in something they're not quite so happy with, you know, but, but they just need, need to date a lot, right? Like just give yourself time, date and trial and error. If it doesn't work, it's not a failure. It's experimental. You're the experimental person. Like you're going to experiment your whole life. You're the scientist. You're the, you know, like you're seeing, <laughs> does this work? Nope. Does this work? Nope. And when you find it, you find it. But um, just giving yourself the grace to really, you know, go on the dating app, try all the, the flavors, do, do try it, right? Like the three really needs lots of different trial and don't just jump into the first thing and, you know, I'm stuck, you know, <laughs> so, but I was a three line when I met my husband and we're, you know, now I'm, a, I'm a six line. So now I'm on the roof and, and now we're having to learn a new part of me, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, okay, it's just take your time, date around, try it out. Don't get, don't get disheartened. Um, the four through six are now they really learn about themselves and, and Debbie, you're a double. So you're a four and a six, right? So you're yes, yes. in the four, five and six category. Mm -hmm. And these are, um, they really need relationships to understand themselves better, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> they need these relationships. Um, they're very transpersonal. These lines are so, so four, is the networker, right? You're the, you have your network and your network is really important to you because you want 
to meet somebody, a four line really, they'd be best to meet somebody with somebody recommending them, somebody setting them up. So it really needs to come from your network, right? And it's really, it should be a friend first. Fours really like to have a friendship first. They really want to know this person. They want to know, make sure they're safe, make sure they fit in with their network and they fit in with their group. They fit, you know, fit into their lives. So that's one thing I would look at if you're a four. I would I would let your your people know, hey, I'm open. And the, I, I feel like it's going to come from your network, right? Somebody yeah. you know is going to recommend. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of talking a little bit. I love um, kind of looking at celebrity charts sometimes. And and Hugh Jackman's a 4'6", and he met his wife through friendship first, right? And they're still best friends. Um, Travis Barker, he's that uh, drummer. I don't even know what band he's in, but uh, but I was doing a human design thing on Courtney and Travis because Courtney uh, Kardashian, and they they were friends for years, years and years and years, and then it turned to love. Um, Brad Pitt, both of his relationships, you know, he's a four six. They came oh. from filming and becoming friends with the women. And he said that they they were friends for a long time and then they began the relationship. So, yeah. Oh, that that's interesting, right? Because that's how intuitively I feel like it's going to be through somebody that I know and it's going to be a really beautiful friendship. And yeah. then eventually, you know, yeah, it just grow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we'll go to the five line. The five line's a little bit tough. These five lines, they get projected on a lot. They're really here to clean up the karma in the world. And so people kind of project and they mirror, you know, so they're either their savior. Oh, they can save me. They can fix me. They can, or like, oh, I, I, you know, get away from me. I don't like you, but they're so charismatic. So they draw people in very easily. You know, Clint Eastwood's the five line. Uh, who is my other Tom Cruise, you know, how charismatic oh. he can be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Jumping on get... the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> never forget some of these things. <laughs> exactly. So charismatic. He just draws people in, but yeah, then people kind of project who they think he is. And, and once that projection kind of gets lost, then the relationship can get lost sometimes. So making sure that you're setting boundaries and you're making sure people are aware of who you really are in the relationship and, and finding people that can really see the real you um, is really important for a five line and, and making sure you set those boundaries to not save or fix someone because five lines really love to fix, you know, my sister, my mom, both of my sisters are five lines and they are always to the rescue. I can say, you know, I can take care of anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just who they are, but you really, have to set those boundaries, especially in relationships. And then we go to the sixth line. And the sixth line we kind of talked about was a three for the first 30 years. And then they go to the fourth. And so you really, as a sixth line, hope that you don't get married before you're 30, right? Because you're going to change. <laughs> the first 30 years, you're not who who you're going to be, right? And if you do get married before, then just know that you're going to they get they get a whole new person right? <laughs> <laughs> they get to evolve together <laughs> yes yes exactly um but the 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 middle ground that that 30 to 50 
is is a lot of you know you you had that trial and error you made all the mistakes you're looking back I remember that like right when I turned 30 I was all of a sudden like what did I do you know it was like <laughs> I've just made all of these mistakes and I just jumped in this and jumped in this and done and just tried everything and and so I was kind of like a little scared to try something else right it, even not in love but if you were looking for love, you're kind of scared. You messed up a few times, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely have. (laughs) (laughs) And so that, that period can be, it can be hard and you're really, they call it on the roof. So you're, you're kind of taking a bird's eye view. You're kind of licking your wounds and you're really figuring out what worked for you and what didn't. And then that, that magical 50 comes right. And all of a sudden you're stepping out as the role model, this new you that stepping into this new, you know, this new phase. And this phase really wants a soulmate. They're really calling in their soulmate. And whether you're in a relationship or not, you're not in a relationship. So your next relationship is your soulmate, right? Like this is Mm -hmm. a soul connection that you're bringing in. If you are in a relationship, this can be where you really build to that soulmate capacity. So yeah Yeah. well that's beautiful you know what I love about all of these uh the profiles you know even just focusing on the love part of it is and understanding the lines is that knowing that like if I was a one knowing that that checklist and the steps have to really line up is that I can have love and self-acceptance for who I am, not who you are, or how my best friend dates or shows up in a marriage or dating or, you know, divorce or starting over with love. It's how, what I need at a level that you don't, you can really just relax into it and accept your own self. That's what human design does for me. And that's what I really love. Like, I just wish that I could snap my fingers and everybody understood their human design because it's life-changing. You really understand who you are, what it takes to make you happy. How do you tick? What are your, you know, we're both emotional. Are understanding your emotional wave, understanding how you operate, and then understanding how the people you love operate is a whole nother layer, but you just have so much acceptance, so much and I love my human design now. When I first learned my human design and for, you know, probably three or four years, I really thought I had a hard design. I was like, I kind of have a hard one. This kind of sucks. I'd see people with really great ones and be like, wow, why can't I have that? And now I love <laughs> my design. So I would never, I would never give it up. That's uh that's beautiful. So then how do I take this information and how does it go into, because I know in human design, you have uh, like the body figure yeah, and the, are they channels with the, the sections? Yeah. You see this? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so we're going to kind of look at the body graph now and let's just, let's keep on the love train for a little bit. And then after that, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go through like what I would tell somebody with this design. Right. Uh-huh. And, and so we can really kind of dive deeper there. Um, the love channels are really, really interesting to me 
um, I had a better aim for graph, but it just won't pop up correct. So we're just going to use your, your thing here. And so we have the 10 right here. It connects um, all of these that we're going to talk about right now are the, what Ra calls anti-mundane. These are really like greater than loving like one person, right? Like a big spectrum of love, right? And so this comes from the G center, that love and direction center. And so you could have the 10, which is, I love myself or I don't. These are very, you know, one or the other. They're kind of extreme, right? I love myself or I don't. Or I love the world or I don't. And oh, then you've got the 20, the 25, which you have, Debbie. You have this 25 that hangs here. Mm -hmm. This one is universal love. This is like... Uh, you know, loving the world, the universe, the everything, everything like God love, you know? Yeah. I do love and everyone. That's great. <laughs> it, it is. It, it really is. And people, anybody that has, these are called the vessel of love. These four that I'm talking about, anybody that has either one of them, or I have every single one of the vessel of loves, they, they can be a little bit tricky because it's either one or the other, right? Like this 25 can constrict. You feel uncomfortable. It constricts. And then all of a sudden, oh, this world isn't safe. You know, it can really grab you. It can really feel unsafe. But when you're in a good place and you're looking at the world with love, you can love everything. Like this is the priestess. This is the priest. The priest doesn't sit there and look at one person and say, oh, I love you. The priest is looking at the whole congregation, the whole world, the whole everything, right? Mm -hmm. That's this kind of love. And it and it feels really nice. Like anybody that has any of these vessels of love, they're very loving people. But it's not you they love. It's everything. It's all, right? Yeah. And then the 15 here mm -hmm. that just hangs down um, to the left of the the two, two going down towards the sacral. The 15 can be an extremist. I have the 15 too. It can be very <laughs> like, I love humanity. Or I don't, you know, this is, Ra likes to be very shocking. He said this was the Hitler or the politics, you know, like we want to keep you safe. So you, you know, it can be very extreme, but it also can be very like, I just, I just want humanity to be loving. I just want everything to be, you know, wonderful. It's a very flowing channel. Um, it likes to, you know, flow and change and, and, and go all over, but it's a love of humanity. My son has this whole channel and he really does. He loves animals. He loves humanity. He loves, you know, it's just this like deep vibrational love. And then the 46 is the love of the body. Um, I see a lot of massage therapists have this. They're, they're literally worshiping your body, their body, you know, like it's really beautiful. Um, but I have this and I have to be very cognizant. Am I loving my body? Am I doing yoga practice? Am I walking it? Am I connecting to my body? Right? Because mm -hmm. it can be very either or. Do I love my body or am I ignoring it? I don't want to be in that body. Right? So yeah, so those are kind of they what they call anti-mundane. They're not really, they don't need a person. Um, if somebody loves somebody with this, they can kind of be like, are you loving me enough? Do you love me? It's not that passionate. What a, it's love of all, right? As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. 
Oh, so then on those, the 10, 25, 15, and 46 mm-hmm. that you went, or yeah, they have like, they're dark. So they're, they're not, what is it? They're not filled. Oh, you're, yeah. You're not defined in defined. the 10, the 15 uh-huh. or the 46, but you are defined in the 25. So you do have that universal love. Okay. It's one of the vessels of love. Yes. Okay. So if you have one of those in the vessels of love, it can, mm-hmm. it applies to all of those then? It, it just is applying your universal, which okay. you're going to feel like it kind of applies to everything because universal is everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. God, everything, everything. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay. I love that. The vessels of love. I still keep picturing, I hearing the the love boat theme in my my head. Sorry. (laughs) I love it. it. Now we're going to move to more personal, right? Like if you have these, this is kind of how you love in personal relationships. Um, So we have the 44 which comes out of the spleen and reaches towards the ego center, the 4426. It's if somebody has this whole, they're like a really natural salesperson. They really know like how to value things. And it's a very material channel. And so if you have that 44, you really want to be successful in love, right? Like when you're in a relationship, it kind of needs to be material success in that relationship, or it's it's kind of upsetting for you. And that doesn't mean that you're you know, uh, greedy or, you know, it's just, that's how you feel love is having material success. You don't have, um, either of those, the, the 44 or the other side of it, the 26. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're going to move to the 40. You do have that. So here's the will center, the 40, this is tribal. My mom, this is the only channel she has in her whole body graph. So I'm very familiar with this one. (laughs) But this, this is tribal. This is, I, I take care of my family. This is, and the, the 40 says that I have to earn love. And I just realized this with my mom because I was learning about this channel and she's about to retire. She's thinking about retiring, but she can't get over the fact that she might not be able to take me out to lunch because she might not have money. She might not be able to treat her daughters to a weekend, you know, spa day. I'm like, mom, we, we're adults. We're grown. We don't need you to do that. That's how she shows love. She earns it. She earns it through her work. She earns it. And then she, she treats us. She takes care of us. This do, you, do you feel Yeah, that resonates one? with me. Yes. <laughs> so what do we do? We're, we, we're aware of it, right? Mm-hmm. that's what I'm teaching my mom be aware of it you don't need to buy us lunch for us to love you you don't need to take us here or there you don't need you don't need to do anything nothing right yeah oh yeah I've experienced that throughout my love relationships in my life whether it's yeah. been work or yeah. you know home or family yeah yeah no my mom has this and my husband's mom has this, and I see it very clearly in both of them now. And it's, oh. yeah. Very powerful to know that. Yeah. All so those it's just 40s something to be out aw- there. Yeah. <laughs> aware, be aware of, you know? Yeah. 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 Are you, yeah. And if you show love by 
by doing that, shouldn't you get just as much in return? That's what you need to ask. I, if I can show love this way, can't I accept it this way? I don't know. I've never actually had anybody do that in love. You, you know, so. my, my stepdad is very good about that. They still have separate finances in a lot of ways. And he takes her out to dinner. He takes her, he buys her this and that, you know? And I don't know how comfortable, I haven't, I guess I'm going to have to ask her. I don't know how comfortable she was with that at first. She never had that, right? Yeah. She grew up very, very, very poor. And then when my dad, they didn't ever have a lot of money. My dad just wasn't that type of person. He would have never thought to take her out to dinner or give her a gift or, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know when that. I do get it. Yeah, actually, when I do receive gifts, I really, really appreciate them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was the 40. Ooh. Now the 58. <laughs> the 58 is coming from the root center, right? This 58 is pushing up from the root center, going to the spleen. This is the channel of judgment. This is correction. My husband has the 58. And learning this... I'm not going to say it makes it easy, but it makes me understand him. The 58 loves through correction. My kids get corrected constantly. Where's your, why are your shoes there? Why is your bag there? Why did you do that? Blah, 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 blah. I get corrected. Why'd you leave that on? Did you know? constantly? And I started telling him, man, you must love us a lot. because <laughs> you, <laughs> you correct us a lot. But it's just something I'm trying to make him aware of because that's just who he is, right? Mm -hmm. He shows love through, I care enough to make sure you're doing it right. You're brushing your hair before you leave the house for my kids. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, <laughs> I love you. So I'm making sure. But what he doesn't realize is it's right for him, not always right for us, right? Yeah. So that awareness so, can really make a huge yeah. difference, huh? Yeah. So we're working on that. But yeah, if you have the 58 or you love someone who has the 58, it's just awareness, right? Maybe having a conversation around it. Hey, you use this a lot. You use your voice a lot to correct and and maybe sometimes let it go, you know? So that's, that's the 58. The 41. The 41 is um, dreams and fantasy. And you have the 41. It's in your Venus. Um, so this is, and my husband has the 41 and it really is, it loves to kind of fantasize about how life's going to be, how things are going to be <laughs> and suggest it's right for you. It's correct for you to fantasize. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not right and correct for somebody to have to fulfill that fantasy. Oh, yeah. So that's just something to think about, right? Like these keep you healthy. Fantasizing about how it could be keeps you healthy. It it keeps you, you, you know, you're a dreamer. You're, you know, it's fun. Oh, but, it is a lot of fun. You can be in your own little world. <laughs> oh my God, I'm jealous. I don't have any of the, like, you know, any of the dream channels. So mine is very analytical, right? Like how I'm wanting things or just, so I think it would be a lot of fun, but I, it just doesn't naturally occur. But my husband, he has big dreams all the time and that's wonderful. And he is, he's, he's starting to see that it's, it's not disappointing if these dreams don't come. He just enjoys the dream, right? Mm -hmm. Like he, 
he's still working towards goals and things are coming. He's just enjoying it as more of a dream, you know? And this is also in relationships. Um, intimacy is very like, once I've been intimate with you, like it's, we're, we're together, I'm in love. Like you see, you have to be very careful with that, right? Oh my gosh. That nailed me. Yes. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just awareness, you know, being, being aware of how you're utilizing this 41 because it's a beautiful movie. It gives you these wonderful fantasies. It loves to be close in these relationships, but just understanding that that circuitry, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. Uh, I think all 41 should be aware, right? Like, yeah, you know, you've gone on two dates. You're not getting married yet. You know, <laughs> my husband told me within a week, he loved me. <laughs> you know, that was it. Like he, he, had this fantasy he was all in it was and yeah I, I I just I wish that we both knew our human design we could have slowed it down we could have slowly built you know mm -hmm. yeah that's a good thing especially when you understand the like I have the emotional uh, mm -hmm. roller coasters as an emotional uh, manifesting mm -hmm. generator knowing that I know that I have to wait till it kind of mellows before I make a decision so oh yeah that oh would... I have the 3536 you have this 3536 uh -huh. this is a really high high and a really low low yeah it's very uncomfortable yeah it I want to throw my business out the window sometimes because I get so excited and I'm having the best time and then I'll have a low moment and it's like, nothing works. It's all awful. <sighs> and now that I know my human design, it's fine. I have to see the high highs and I have to see the low lows. And then I come back to a neutral. Yeah. And I don't throw out the baby with the bathwater and I don't, you know, like make huge changes and I don't, you know, it's just awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I can't make huge changes. That's what I've been learning this last, just, you know, since the podcast has been out because of guests like yourself, Angie, who are so sharing with the knowledge. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I Human design just, it changed my life. It changed the way I operate. And, and yeah, I just wish everybody could know it because it's so powerful. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, just knowing that now, it makes a huge, huge, um, you know, really that whole self-acceptance, that awareness of, you know, that there's not something wrong with me, right? Like so many of us can ask that about our certain characteristics of ourselves. And this yeah. really helps that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, exactly. When you can learn your design and love yourself 1000%. You see the shadows of all of it. You see the highs, the lows, the, you know, and you just love it and you accept it. Like, wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's life-changing. Yeah. Okay. So we're moving from dreams to 28, 2838. Anybody has this channel? They are here to struggle. <laughs> it's the channel struggle. It's what makes being on this planet worth it right why is it worth it is it not what's worth struggling for and the love side of the 28 is it's like it really wants to kind of struggle for purpose and love it wants a purpose like love can't just be oh, 
whatever. It wants a purposeful love. I have this. I love watching those, you know, dramatic, awful. And like, I don't care how bad an ending to a movie is if the love was epic, right? Like, yeah. if it was so epic, it's like worth it to me, right? It was worth it. There, It was worth the pain, right? Yeah. I just rewatched Braveheart and Braveheart oh my gosh, is yeah. an epic love story at the yes. beginning. I mean, look what it causes, right? That's <laughs> what I think of epic. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's the 28. It really wants, it wants that epicness. And you know what? I'm learning to find beauty and struggle in other things. I don't have to find it in love anymore. Right. Like I'm in a, a good, healthy marriage and I don't need the struggle and the strife and it have to be so epic right mm-hmm. oh. but <laughs> it's just awareness of it awareness because these things can make us jump and they can feel so powerful and it's just knowing them and and, and usually by the time we found something like human design or, or or really doing this deep dive it's because we've jumped so many times and we really have gotten the lessons and we don't need to keep learning those lessons <laughs> <laughs> We can just take the good parts out of them and leave, <laughs> leave the hard lessons. Um, and then the 55. So the 55 is right here. It's an emotional. Anytime it's emotional, it's it's a little bit, well, obviously emotional. Um, the 55, it it's not quite sure. It's a little indecisive. Do I love you? Not. It can just, yeah, it can just be a little bit indecisive. So if you have the 55, it's just kind of balancing that and not getting too quick to um, to get too, you know, emotional about it because what highs and lows come with an emotional wave always, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's what we're looking for when we have the 55. Am, am I waiting the wave out? Am I seeing the highs and the lows and, and coming to that neutral and then if you have the 55, this isn't really love related, but I just think it's something for people to be aware of. The 55 is where you can have kind of a feeling of emptiness you're always trying to fill. So this mm-hmm. is where um, you can have eating disorders. You can have, you know, drug and alcohol. My husband has the 55. Everybody that I know that has a 55 struggle, you know, struggled to give up smoking, struggle, you know, now he's on coffee and he drinks a lot of coffee. It's like, anything he does he does like he needs to kind of and so we're like you know just talking about it we're being aware of the the need to like consume to kind of almost fill this and this can be filled with spirit right Mm -hmm. this is a spirit channel that's something to look at too oh that is that's something really for people to look at yeah so those are my love channels are there any questions you think about those? And then. um... So understanding this can really help with the whole self-awareness, but it really can help us in all of our loving relationships. Cause I have Sandra in my community who asked, you know, how can we use our human design and all of our loving relationships, like spouse, children, parents, siblings. And I think you were just explaining that by simply even being aware of what it is. Yeah. Then you can take these tips, this knowledge that you're sharing and go, okay, you know, if you have uh, like the 58 here with love, yeah, like you must really love me if you are constantly correcting me. 
I need to like throw in all my, you know, my mother, my, my mother, my, my, my remaining sister and my son. And <laughs> like, it makes you want to go and uh, plug everybody in and start really looking at it just from this yeah. love perspective, right. With your relationships and. Yeah. For sure. And that's, I, I mean, I, that's, that's what I love to do. I, I learn about these channels and then I've got, you know, over 150 charts, you know, <laughs> I have a big family and everybody's very kind to give me their chart. Maybe when I'm doing all these podcasts, they'll be like, don't talk about me, but, <laughs> but I have all these charts and I can watch it. And I really love watching it in children, you know, seen it in my kids. My son has the 58 and, uh, he was helping me edit my podcast the other day and he just rolled his eyes. Mom, you did it again. Mom, you did it again. (laughs) (laughs) But he's so good at seeing how to correct things, right? Like that's his superpower. He's got the 1858. He knows, you know, what went wrong, how to correct it. And I really appreciate that about him. And so I can give him, you know, loving feedback, even if maybe he's not doing it in the right way. Um, the correct way would always be to be asked, right? It's a projected mm-hmm. channel. Somebody asks for your opinion, you give it to them and they take it in a loving way. I try to teach him that, but at the same time, I can love him that way. I can say, Oh, thanks for pointing that out. Oh, you got me. I can laugh at it. I cannot make it a big deal because that's who he is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can appreciate you can appreciate these parts of them and realize that it really is coming from love. It's not coming from, you know, this negative perspective it's coming from. This is how I show love. Like, yeah. uh, You know, the different types of how you show love, you know, I, this really like supports even that work that I've, that I've read about. So yeah, it's really powerful. Yeah. So now I kind of want to like, kind of move to your chart, right? We've already kind of talked about your chart. So you're a four, six, you're a manifesting generator. Any relationship you got into, somebody should really appreciate the fact that you're going to move fast. Manifesting generators always move fast. They like, you know, to be doing multiple things. You're multi-passionate. So they really just need to appreciate the fact that you're, you know, if they're a generator, maybe you, you, you get into partnership with a generator. My husband is a generator. He likes to do one thing at a time. And he's now learned to love and accept the fact that I'm maybe cooking and doing this. And sometimes I'm brushing my teeth while I'm doing this. And I'm always doing lots of different things and I'm always in a hurry. And cause I've got so much to do, right? There's so much to do in this world. I only have so much time. And, and so he's learning to appreciate it while he does one thing at a time. He builds on that. He masters that I want to do this. And then I want to do this. And then I want to do this. And I want to jump all over and be passionate about lots of different things. So, you know, looking at you and seeing that you're going to have different passions, you're going to have all these skills. Can somebody see this? Can somebody understand this? Um, Another thing I would look at is definition. So you're a triple split, triple split. They, they have, you have the 64, 47, you have your head and your Ajna, your head and your mind is defined doesn't talk to the throat, right? You've got that 43 that pokes down and has inside out of nowhere, but 
doesn't quite know how to speak it might blurt it sometimes because it does it just doesn't connect right so mm-hmm. sometimes it takes time for you to actually say what you're thinking you're you're trying to connect those circuitries right mm-hmm. and then yes. you've got your emotional wave that connects to the throat so when you're emotionally involved this is what i found is when my emotions are really interactive and I'm really excited about something, I can really speak quickly and cohesively about the emotions that are going through me or what's coming up for me, right? Or if I'm excited, I've got the 16 here too. 16 has lots of skills and it's very excited about all the different things, right? That stuff can be easy to talk about. Oh yeah, I get super excited, right? Like I say that at the big. I've realized now that I thought, oh, I should probably find another word, but I am generally excited for every podcast guest, every single one. And it's genuine. It's not just some script. It's like, I have no other word that describes how excited I get to learn about somebody's gifts. Yeah. You've got, you've got all of that to the throat. So you can really share that. Maybe this, this, this abstract way of mentally figuring things out, it doesn't come as quickly, right? As this. Mm -hmm. And then you have the root, that pressure. Um, I know Robin Wynn had talked about the nine um, being that channel of stillness, um, being able to really focus, being able to sit down and, and complete things. So your root is to your sacral. Your sacral is that is this for me? Yeah. Is this for me? No. You know, you feel that expansion, you feel that contraction. So you've got all these systems, but they don't easily talk, right? So mm-hmm. when you come in contact with all the different people that you come in contact with for the podcast, um, when you come in contact with people in your life, they're going to bridge some of these, right? So a triple split is always needing to touch lots of different people that's why podcast is wonderful i mean also you've got one two three four five channels from the throat right like got a lot of throat energy it needs to talk it needs to connect right but it also needs to connect with lots of different people that's what a triple split needs they have to connect with lots of different people sometimes in a relationship if you're one-on-one with somebody you're feeling a little constricted because you're only connecting one lane of channels So just being aware of that, a relationship for you is going to be one aspect, but it's not going to be your whole, your everything, right? You always need to come in contact with lots of different people. You're a triple split. That's what they need. Yeah. They need to bridge all those those splits in different ways, in interesting ways. That is so funny. I was in a relationship with somebody who I call tall, dark, and handsome. And he used to call me his social butterfly where he was just super content just to have me and he had two, uh, you know, wonderful children. And I was like, I need to, like, I, I need some outside time. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is wonderful, but yeah, I need this too. Oh, that explains it too in the relationship where how different I was and what I needed. So just now when I was really young, this involved flirting. Oh, well, you're, you're a a four, six. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't even, I didn't, well, actually I would say they thought I was flirting. I thought I was just connecting. I actually wasn't like putting that type of 
vibe yeah. at least I'm unaware of I wasn't this putting that vibe Gemini out. energy Gemini's love I love to flirt I love to talk to everybody because I love everybody I want to I just love people I love talking to people doesn't mean I want to be in a relationship with yeah. that person me neither yeah so so that's wonderful so then if I'm applying this like if I'm dating now how does this yeah, how do, how would this all work now pulling this all together then knowing that I'm a triple split and that I need to talk? I think it's just, it's really awareness. You're finding this person, this friend, right? Like you're four, six, you want your best friend. You want this friend. You want this soulmate connection. Somebody you can go really deep with, right? A six line You've gone through, you've been a three line, you've been up on the roof, you've learned all the less you want to go deep with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So you're just looking for somebody that can go really deep with you, that you really feel this friendship connection, that you really feel good. But I'm just bringing the awareness that it's never going to be that you complete me energy. It's never going to be you and me right off into the sunset and I don't need anybody else. You're always going to need to touch, to be a social butterfly. You're always going to need, and you have the podcast and you have a great community. So it's not really a problem for you, right? It's just being aware of that. There's not something missing in your relationship if you don't feel completed by the partner. That's the biggest thing for us. It's just awareness, right? Yeah. So no Jerry Maguire moment for me. You no, complete no. me because I don't think that way at all. <laughs> no. And, and and that's the thing. A triple split's more like a single definition. A single definition, if anybody looks, you know, they pull up their chart and they see their definitions as single, that means that they're pretty complete by themselves, right? They've got one stream of energetics that move and they don't need anybody else to complete them, right? So they're just self-sufficient. Uh, they can, you know, play pretty easily with the, you know, depending on different things in the chart, uh, as children, they can, they can go out into the world and then go be by themselves and, and neither of them really change. They don't need any, any firing of the channels. A triple split really likes to be lit up in different ways. They really like to be around lots of different people but they feel more complete to themselves, right? Like they don't feel like they need somebody else either. Mm-hmm. It's just really good for them. I'd sing or a, or a split split definition. So you see that and you've got a split, right? Mm-hmm. That just means usually if it's, if it's a small split, it's just one channel, right? You just have, um, and I can pull my chart because I am a split. So I just need this 13 and then I can be completed. I just need this 48 and then I can be completed. You know, like I just need one channel. And so I'm always looking for that one channel. I'm not consciously, right? Mm -hmm. Unconsciously, you know, my best friend has the 48. My um, dad has the 13. My, you know, it's like, oh. When I'm around them, I feel complete. When I'm not, I feel split from my energy, right? Yeah. So that's oh. just something something to be aware of is, is what your definition is, how you're going to show up in a partnership. I do want the Jerry Maguire, you complete me, right? <laughs> yeah. 
It's I just think who I would I feel suffocated if somebody you uh, would. did that. Actually, I did have that. Uh, I've had yeah. it before. And I was like, ooh, like, or I've dated people. And like in my 40s, yeah. I remember dating uh, this guy for a couple months and I just felt suffocated. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's how triple splits feel a lot. They do. They need a lot of different interaction. My sister's a triple split. She has six kids. So she gets tons of interaction, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's one way. (laughs) (laughs) She loves it. She loves all their different, the way they, you know, hit her chart. Yeah. Um, So another thing I would look at is you have the 6447. The 6447 is very good at giving other people advice. Somebody comes to you and you have, oh my gosh, this insight and you can take past experiences and you can create, you know, a new way, a new mindset. It's abstract thinking. It's out of the box, but don't use it on yourself. It gets very confusing for you. If you're trying to figure your life out with this, Uh very confusing. That's the number one thing people say when I'm trying to figure out my stuff. I just, it's relationships are confusing or this or that. So what do we do if we're not using our mind, right? If we're not using this, this mental power to, well, this is what I would say. So number one, you are a specific manifester, right? Do you know how to look at that? If you had the arrows sitting right here. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. Imagine unlocking your heartfelt desires and moving forward with confidence and determination, knowing that I am in your corner, reflecting the blind spots that you can't see on your own while creating a safe container to explore your next steps. Build your inner love for yourself through a spiritual coaching perspective I will guide you on a path of inner acceptance so you can discover the unbelievable resources with yourself. Partnering to activate your full expression so that you can live without limitations and manifest your dreams. Dissolving the trapped emotions and beliefs that drive your behaviors and habits that are firmly stored in your conscious and subconscious minds. And helping you to further know yourself and have an expanded awareness of yourself. If you are ready to step up, step forward, and embrace life as your true self, book a discovery call with me from my website, lightupyourworth.net, under the service page of Work With Me. I can't wait to see you in our discovery call. No, no, I've never seen that okay so Mm -hmm. if we had human design just a regular human design chart they're gonna have arrows so for anybody watching on youtube otherwise if you pulled it up you'll see these arrows and these arrows are just they sit like this on the chart right and all you did is google human design arrows just for everybody's listening huh yeah just Mm -hmm. to show everybody but if somebody was gonna pull up their chart they would have the arrows on there okay Okay. So your arrows, my, my program, I have a program that keeps all of this and I, I I like my program, but it doesn't put the arrows here, right? Okay. Your arrows, if we were looking at the bottom right hand arrow, we were looking right here, your arrow would point to the left. That means you're a specific manifester. If it pointed to the right, it'd mean you're a non-specific. I'm a non-specific. If I was going to go date, 
I'd be like, how does this person make me feel? How do I want to feel in my relationship? I'd keep it very vague. I'd keep it, you're specific. So you're going to write down exactly what you want. You make a list, you write it down, you get it perfect. And then you put it away though, because we're not looking at the list anymore. You ask for it, you put in your order, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Just like you're at at a restaurant, (laughs) you put in your order and then you didn't like follow the waitress back to make sure she put it in. You didn't, (laughs) you know, go back in the kitchen and ask the cooks if they know how to make it. You put in your order and you let it go. So you, you, you got your list, you put it away, and now your mind is not going to get you there, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. Your mind's going to say, how am I going to get this, that, that characteristic and that characteristic? Oh, do I need to go here? Do I need to go there? It starts getting in your way. Human design shows us that the body knows. The body has a design crystal. It knows where it's going. If we get the mind out of there, it takes us there. Uh, My favorite human design story is mine. I was not living my human design. I knew it. I wasn't living it, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there at a, a job I hate. How do I, how do I make this business happen? How do I get out of this? How do mind, 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 mind. I finally just said enough is enough. I've, I've gone and done my certification. I've studied human design for six years. I want a podcast. This is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. So I quit my job and I sat there like, what did I do for two weeks? I didn't have a plan. I mean, I'd done the work, but how am I going to get there? But human design tells me I have to respond. I have to, I'm a generator. I have to respond. So Kathy's group comes up, I respond. Then I'm, I, I, I'm sitting there at home. How am I going to do this? Uh, get out of my head. I'd get it, an instinct, a response, a, you should get on Canva and make this. So I got on Canva. Oh, now I'm going to go about my business. Now I've got something else to respond to. Oh, you should write that. Okay. Now I'm on this Facebook group and people are posting And I've got my headshots done because I just, it fell into place. I responded. It happened. I've got my Canva made. I've got, I know what I want to do because I've thought about it for six years. (laughs) (laughs) And so I post in response, not out of how am I going to get these people to want to get on my show, right? Mm -hmm. I just respond and I've got everything I need. And I got 150 responses. Some people got like one. You know, there's a lot of responses in that group right away. And every single one that I have responded to them, you know, oh, this, it has worked out perfectly. I've done, you know, this is my maybe six podcasts. I've done my podcasts. I've gotten beautiful, beautiful things, but I'm just responding. I'm not trying to figure out how I'm going to make it happen from the mind. The mind would get in my way. Yeah. And that's this, this is that 64, 47, when somebody like myself, whether it's love or business, I start, I call it the spiral. Like I, it's a spiral that I have to get out of and listen to get that. I call it the download so I can respond to something to move forward. So that's really, that could even be too, if you're in a relationship, like having to maybe you want to talk about something to write out that list 
for the partner so that you can get out of the spiral and then just be present with what you were thinking about or do you write it and put it away yeah. too or yeah mm -hmm. if you're specific write it down for me I'm non-specific you know and in my relationship mm -hmm. I really just wanted somebody to have coffee with me I just really wanted some my husband didn't like coffee he woke up and turned on the tv that was what he did I hated it Right. Oh, I hated hate it. I hate that. Oh, oh it I was awful. Too. Yeah. And so during quarantine and I, I'd learned, I'd read the book about, you know, take care of yourself and the rest will follow. Do your, your energetics and the rest will follow. Well, I'd already just been working on not, not interacting with him on any of this. Right. I'm just showing up as my best self and seeing what happens. Well, he started meditating. Didn't ask him to. He saw me meditating. I was enjoying it. I needed it, right? He started meditating, started buying some crystals. This is my my <laughs> fantasy football husband, right? <laughs> oh, I love that though. <laughs> bought some crystals. He bought them for me, but he uses them a lot, right? Yeah. Well, he meditates. Uh, and then COVID happened and we were at home a lot and he started drinking coffee with me. Oh, I, I think I'll try it. He hated coffee, hated it. And he sat there and now he's obsessed. And we have coffee every Saturday and Sunday, no TV. And I didn't have to ask him. I just, that's what I wanted. And I let it go. I let the universe, the, you know, like I loved him no matter what. And then it came and I just really believe it now. You know, I've just seen it over and over and over again. When yeah. you get your mind out of it, when you, you know, you just ask for what you want and you energetically show up. Cause I was giving myself coffee. I was sitting outside by myself. Right. Yeah. And then he wanted to join me. Oh, that's really powerful for people. Anybody who has the 6447. Yeah. Well, any, anybody, it doesn't matter whether this is defined. We all have the whole chart and we all get in our own way with our, with our thoughts, mm -hmm. with our trying to make it happen from the head. That's yeah. what we do as human beings. We're, we've got these beautiful brains and we just want to use them, but they get in the way. These beautiful brains are for communication. Oh. These beautiful brains are for learning something. They're not for making our decisions. Our bodies make our decisions. Our authority makes our decision. We don't. If you have a gut instinct, a sacral, you are not going to like what it says sometimes, but you're going to do it anyways if you want to get to the life you really want. Oh, that's powerful to know. And if you're not, let's say you're a projector, you're supposed to wait to respond, right? Mm -hmm. well, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait for somebody to invite or uh, projectors to wait for the invitation. I don't want to be invited. I want to go make it happen, right? But if you're a projector, pretend like you're a lighthouse every day. Meditate. I am a lighthouse. I have all of this knowledge. Projectors have the best like they know systems and they have this bird's eye view and they know how our energy should be moving and they know so much. But if they tell us without us asking, we don't want it. And we shut them down. But if you energetically as a projector, you say, I am a lighthouse. I'm shooting out there energetically that I have all this knowledge for you. And then you go about your business. People will ask you, I promise you. I promise that they will ask you. And then they'll, they'll thank you for that knowledge instead of shutting you down. Wow. 
That's powerful. So one of the other questions that came from my community from Tina, so she is a manifesting generator. Mm -hmm. So how she says, how can I be invite or express love best with a partner? Is that understanding not only your, your chart? Yeah. So, but I think it all starts. Yeah. It starts with you, right? Because you're going to be triggered with, by anything that you're not healthy with, right? Mm-hmm. So it starts with you getting really comfortable with who you are, with following who you are, with with using the chart to, you know, manifest the way you want to respond or to um, use your strategy and authority. Who, what are your gifts? What makes you wonderful? Do I really love myself? Those are the questions that I ask. And then... When I'm feeling really good, then I look at my partner and see where I'm not seeing them to the depth that, that they are, of who they are, of their gifts. I, am I not complimenting my husband for the wonderful correction? You know, like if I really, <laughs> if I really thank you, instead of shutting him down, he feels way better. He might even correct less, right? Yeah. Cause then you move into a sense of gratitude isn't gratitude I think stronger than love having gratitude for each other or all your relationships and what they bring Mm -hmm. when you can see their gifts I mean I I really don't even get irritated with my kids anymore they're what uh 11 going on 12 and 9 going on 10 boys I just see their gifts all the time isn't that beautiful that I get to see their gifts and appreciate them? And I don't know whether they're doing less irritating stuff or whether I'm just, I, I don't know which, which comes first or how it works, but it's just, I just see them. I see who they can be, what gifts they brought, and I just appreciate it. I love watching it. So are you able to, so somebody who's in either a relationship or maybe it's a whole family, right? Like maybe there's a, family a couple kids in the in the home or adult kids and having all of their charts come together and are you able to then take all of this and like create like this is kind of like the family dynamics of how they're all coming together yeah so when when we take one person and one person then we have a um we we can combine charts, right? So with my software, I can combine a chart. I can see where you're electromagnetic, where you've got companionship, where there's some dominance. I can see how you interact together, right? If we have a family, I like to look first, you know, like maybe it's a mom asking. I like to look one-on-one with each of her husband, her kids, one-on-one with how she interacts with them. Mm-hmm. But then I have a program that anytime you have three or more, it's called a penta. And that brings up how you feel the dynamics of a penta. And then what what we see is if there's an empty spot, that's the spot we look at, like, how can we get creative to fill this, right? Maybe you don't have discipline in your your family. You know, it's like, (laughs) how do we get creative? And my husband's not around a lot and I don't have any discipline in my chart. My kids don't have any discipline. It's a, it can be an issue, but I just set really clear expectations for them. And I'm just like, this is what I expect. 
How do you feel? And we have lots of conversations about what the boundaries are. And then we're all kind of free to follow them or not. If you don't, this is what happens. You know, it's just really clear in the beginning. So I don't have to worry about being on them because it's just not something I'm comfortable with. Well, that's a really powerful thing to know with that you have that option to be able to then, uh, you know, create a different love relationship in a family dynamics and really shift whatever those relationships are, like knowing that awareness of how you can best support all the different aspects of the spouse, you know, different children and just make it a much more loving family cohesiveness. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's huge. It's, it's life-changing for me. And, and I do it with, you know, my, my siblings and I do it, I do it in all my relationships. I look at where we're interacting, how we're interacting, where, where we could better. Um, and another thing, you know, we talked about how much I love um, gene keys and astrology too. If anybody's never pulled up their gene keys, this is a really, I think that having a human design reading, I would love, if you're hearing this and you're like, please, you know, I'd love to know my partner more or whatever. I would love, you know, come to my site. I would love to show you because, you know, I have all the the vessels of love. I can see people in a way that I'm not judgmental. I'm just seeing them in their highest. Right. And that's what I want to support. Yeah. Can I, before you jump into this, can I ask sure. you one question? Because I've, yeah. I've, I've wondered about this. So in straight astrology, if I pull up, I'm a Gemini. And mm-hmm. if I pull up, it will give you, like, if you go to some book, it will tell you like Gemini should not be with another Gemini. Uh, Gemini should be with whatever those three signs are. I don't know what they are. And, um, or these are the ones where it will be rarely rocky, these are the three signs that you should probably be with. Does human design, because I know there's some astrology in it, does it have those type of, um, um, like, I don't want to say recommendations, but yeah, guidelines of something like that, like manifesting generators, should they be with manifesting generators in a romantic love relationship or a projector there's, or they're better yeah, matches? There's no rules for that. Um, A projector uh, is going to be very, very good at seeing you to your core. A projector is very good for a generator because they can help guide the energy. Um, If you want to be seen very deeply, a projector would be wonderful. Uh, My friend, she's a reflector, which is only 1% of the population. (laughs) It's (laughs) It is super beautiful. It almost made me cry. Um, she found her her partner in life um, and it was just like magnetic. They could not not be together. It just had to happen, right? And I never really understood it because one-on-one, we didn't get along great, her partner and I at first. And so I was just like, I don't get it. I don't get why you like him, you know? I pulled up the chart. He completed so many of her channels to make there it was like seven electromagnetic channels or something crazy like all of these places where she felt lost or she felt this or she felt that they complete them together and it was just so beautiful to see it It really almost made me cry because as a reflector she doesn't get that energy very often right she Mm -hmm. might get like one channel here and there and 
to, but to have that, that really strong bond. And they're both very, they're both right crosses, right cross. They're kind of doing their own thing, right? But when they come together, it's really, really powerful. We don't have something like that in human design. And the only thing that we have is Ra would say, you know, the profiles, a four and a one is a bridge and a six and a three is a bridge and a uh, two and a five is a bridge. So if you have those, you've got like something in common, this bridge, you know, and so a four, six profile goes really well together or a four, one, or, you know, you, mm-hmm. you some com- combination, but I wouldn't even look for that. Right. Your yeah. body is going to know where it's going. So if we're living our design, we don't have to know any of that because it's going to take us to the right person. And we're so rooted in who we are and, and, and we're not, uh, hitting, looking for somebody that's going to fix our shadows and, you know, do these deep work with us. We're really like enlightened and ready and, and showing up in this way. Um, I don't think it's something that I would ever tell okay. somebody to look, look at. Well, I'm sure somebody wanted to know that, right? Yes, like who is yes, listening because yes. it <laughs> has some, some parts of astrology in here. So I yeah. would love to go back. You were starting to show, um, gene keys, okay. right? So, so yes. I've never seen this. I don't know oh my uh, who has seen gene keys. <laughs> so all you have to do is go to gene keys dot com slash free profile or just google gene keys free profile richard rudd studied under Ra, who Ra was the founder of human design richard rudd studied under him for a long time he opened a human design school in the uk um, he's written a few human design books that are very beautiful if you want um a, a human design book that's that's a little bit more raw can be very shocking richard is very poetic <laughs> so so yes, if you're looking for another human design book, I would get Richard Rudd's uh, circuitry book and um, he's got one more. And we'll include that uh, in the show notes where I include the link. So yes. And and so you go to Gene Keys and you just put in, I put in Debbie's information already. You just put in your information like you were going to do a free profile for, for astrology or human design or anything. And it pops up with this hologenetic profile. And the thing about Gene Keys that I love is it's a contemplative process. It always shows you where you need to work, where you're getting it, where, and it just, it's just so beautiful. And so you can read kind of your genius, your love, your prosperity, um, you know, how, how you thrive best. And then this, Debbie, I'm going to have you read on your own. I think it's a, I read mine yeah. all the time. It's so beautiful. It, it just takes your incarnation cross in human design and puts it in this beautiful, my life's work. So yours is 16, my evolution, that's nine, right? And that's just the same thing here, right? 16, nine, 37, 40. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh. And so now we're going, my radiance, what keeps me healthy? He's written a beautiful thing about what keeps you healthy. My purpose, what deeply fills me. He's written a beautiful thing about your 40, right? And so it just mm-hmm. gives you this very beautiful language that you can read. And then we get here and and we'll include the link to uh, my favorite book. You can get it for $10. It gives you every single one of these jinkies, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get it for $10 on Kindle or you can buy the, the hard copy. But I'm like the type of person who really wants to copy it and send it to my friend and be like, here's your gene key, you know, 
So I'm going to have to buy the Kindle version now, but I have the hard copy. Uh, so yeah, so it gives you the shadow, the gift in the city. The shadow is something that we might know, we might not, it might make us feel icky, but it's something to work on, right? Journal on. Do I still carry this shadow? When did I last see this shadow? It's your shadow work. It gives you a map on how to do your shadow work. And so you can see, do I have any hidden still, right? Ugh. Yeah. And and so this is the life's work. So yours, your 16 can be indifferent sometimes. That's the shadow, right? Versatility is the gift. Mastery is the city. City's the, the, the highest, right? We're we're reaching for the city, but if we're in the gift, we're doing pretty good, right? Uh, but that 16 is that um that skills. You have lots of skills, you have lots of tools, you know how to, you know, so you can be very versatile. But if you're shut down, you're kind of indifferent about it all, right? That would be kind of the shadow of it. Yeah. I've I've I have felt myself feel that way, being indifferent to different people or events or yeah. Or otherwise yeah. I'm the um, you know, I can blend in in most groups if I want to be. Yeah. And then you've got the mm-hmm. evolution. So what what it fights with your life's work at the low level, but it finds beautifully at the high. So life's work in evolution, your evolution can be inertia. The nine can just be like, I don't, I don't want to go do this. I don't, you know, just inertia or determination. I'm determined. I'm going to do it. Or you're invincible. Right. Uh And then we look at the radiance. This is that 37, that tribal, that 40 was reaching out to take care of everybody, you know, Uh huh. Uh, this 37, it's, it's can feel weak at times, right? My mom has had many moments where she's like, just um, over it. Right. Or it's like this, (laughs) this equality, this tenderness. Right. And, and he has, sometimes the words don't even connect for me. And then I read, it's like three or four pages of just beautiful stories and guidance. And, and so that's what I really, I'll just pull up on a Sunday, my coffee, and I'll read these. And I see where am I in the shadow? Where am I in the gift? Where could I reach a little bit more? And then your purpose. Um, the 40 can be exhaustion. That's that 30, 37, 40, you know? It's, it really, you know, your emotion, <laughs> you just spout out all your emotions and you're like, because <laughs> that's that emotional wave, right? Yeah, I had a moment like that last week. I got really emotional and yeah, tears. And then I went to bed at like seven o'clock that night. (laughs) And it it bubbled up. I was done. Release it. And then you were just kind of exhausted. But then you woke up the next day with your resolve. Hopefully. Yes, Yes, I did. I did. I felt lighter. Uh And then all of this red, this is relationships. So attraction, how do we attract this IQ here? is you know are kind of wounding at zero to seven this is and i don't remember exactly the ages this is like seven to 14 and this is um that kind of core wound right Mm -hmm. and then we move into the pearl and we get um the 36 is you know could be turbulence or it's the humanity 
the 45 is dominance or synergy. And so we see like how we work in a work environment and what our what our pearl is, is kind of the culmination of everything. What did we come here to, to complete? And so, yeah, it's just a really beautiful pathway that you can do on your own. You just, I, I prefer, you could just use this and read it. I prefer to have the book and I read and I journal on it and I just really get to know myself really well with this. Yeah. Which is, I could see how it could, because then you would, you could actually see um, when people talk about uh, the shadow work, which Debbie Ford, you know, I think was really the breakthrough person out there on introducing that, those words, the shadow work. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, this is how, this is my favorite way. Can somebody never hear of human design, never hear of gene keys and do shadow work just by simply sitting in their body and see where it hurts and, and all of that? Yes, yes, you can, but I'm a, I want to get it done. I came here. I'm a manifesting generator. I want to get it done. What can I do? What can I do today? Yeah. And this is something I can do. And and I, I, I love having something tangible. This is what I'm going to work on today. This is, I'm going to see where, where I am. Oh, that's, that's really great. Really great advice to be able to understand that, you know, you don't have to, I mean, human design, I think really helps to understand. I love how these two uh, connect with the other part of the chart too. Yeah, no, now, it's, it's wonderful. Now, remind us again, if somebody wants to go get uh, their their human design chart, where did you recommend that they go? And we'll put this again in the show notes yeah, as well. Yeah, so my site doesn't have one yet to be coming. I'd love to have one on my site, but I really love, I love uh, Jenna Zoe's, uh, the way she sets it up is myhumandesign.com, but you could just Google, you know, human design free chart and and there's jovian there's my body graph there's lots of different places that'll pop that up and you just pop in your information you'll get your chart up and then you start learning about it maybe maybe you just want to dip your toe and you see what type am i what is my strategy if you're a generator to respond right how can i respond it seems so hard at first but once you get it it's like Human design taught me how to, you know, they say, do the work, surrender, you know, all these things. And you're like, what what does that mean? (laughs) Human design taught me how to surrender. I know I'm going to have an emotional wave. I, I surrender to it every single day. Every day I surrender to where am I at? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Okay. This is a great time to maybe put some content out or maybe do this. Oh, I'm on the ground. I'm sad, whatever. That's okay. It's okay. I'm, I surrender to what my body's doing, what my designs, you know, showing me in this moment. Um, it's just, it's just the best thing. I can't wait for everybody to learn. Yeah. Right. Well, I want everybody to learn. So I, and I want them to, you know, I, I love how you've been able to explain this and how we, you know, used it around focusing on love, because I think everybody wants more love, whether it's a romantic love or love with their children or their spouses or their parents or their pets. You know, <laughs> I think it's important for us to have that self-awareness and 
that leads to that self-acceptance. So thank you so much for sharing all of this. And now how can somebody reach you and really have you help them go through this process on any part of their life? Yeah. Yeah. And my, my incarnation cross in human design, my purpose is the left cross of education. Like I love educating people in a clear cut, easy to understand with stories that they can really see how this works in their life. So um, that's just kind of my style of coming about it, but uh, they could go to evolvingonpurpose.org. That's my website. You can book anywhere in the world. Uh, if you go to book and you don't see a time, email me and I'll, I'll try to figure something out. I've just got the times that I know I can be available on there, but I, I can make something work if you're in a different time zone and you really want to have this. You can do a personal reading. You can do a family reading. The family reading is up to four people. It's an hour and a half. So I'll just split it evenly between the hour and a half. If you want more time than that, just email me and we'll, we'll set something up, but you could do, and you could just do a partner that hour and a half could be really good for just two charts. Um, but yeah, so I have a personal chart. I have a partnership or family chart, uh, reading on there. And then I have my coaching. So let's say that you were like, I really want to dive in and really learn this. I really want to figure this out in a way I really have limiting beliefs that I want to let go of. I do EFT tapping, uh, journaling, uh, maybe some hypnosis to really kind of get to those issues if we did coaching, but yeah. And then I've got Instagram evolving dot on dot purpose is my Instagram handle. And then Facebook, I have an evolving on purpose or my homepage is Angela Lundy. And your podcast, because we've mentioned your podcast. What is the name of your podcast so that people can go take a listen and subscribe yeah. to support it? It's just Evolving on Purpose is uh -huh. my podcast name, and it should be out by January. So by the time this this uh, drops, I should have at least two or three episodes out. So. Yeah, well, that's exciting. I know it will be live when this is recorded. So this has just been so um so what's the word I'm trying to come up with? Like uh, I'm getting stuck in that 64 or 47, right? Boo, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just so um, it, the awareness that comes with this of yet going deeper and understanding it, it, it really changes your whole perspective, like at a yeah. whole different level. And I love that your coaching can even give you places to where you can now go deep in and go do some of the, the healing modalities that really work with some of the subconscious blocks and limiting beliefs, because it's kind of outlined in your human design to really help you. So what a beautiful combination that is to be able to yeah. do that. I just see a lot of, uh, and there's no, pro if you follow your, your human design, you're going to line up with the right coach, but I just see a lot of coaches saying, this is the way. And it's not when we see human design, it's not for everybody, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I just love having a tool that tells me, ooh, this is going to be really helpful for this person, or this is going to be really helpful. This is how I engage them. This is their strength. It just, it, it's so helpful for me. Not that there's anything wrong with what any other coach is doing, as long as you follow, you know, your your intu intuition and got there and they're the right one for you. They They might be the exact one and they're doing it just perfect, but- I yeah. just really like to, to tap in and see like, what would work best for this person? 
You know, I agree that. And that's one of the reasons why I've had, you know, light up your worth was to really be able to connect like you and I could do the exact same thing. What if I was that human design expert, but my energy and how I show up and my, my own life experiences, besides all the different training I've had could be, it's different than yours, even though we could be doing something very similar. And I think yeah. really feeling into who you feel connected with. And so that's why I love to highlight, you know, uh, like you mentioned, I've had, um, I've had a, a few people on Robin. I had Juliet on. Um, I have another episode that hasn't yet uh, published. Jaren would have been published for this. And, but they're all, everybody's style is different vibe. So I love that you, you highlighted that using our own discernment, what feels good in our body to who you want to work with. So thank yeah. you so much, Angie. This has just been so beautiful. <laughs> thank you, Debbie. And I can't wait. You're, you're going to be on my podcast and I just can't wait to see this journey um, unfold for you. Cause I know this is really a pivotal year or two. So I'm excited to watch it. <laughs> right. I know me too. I can, you can just feel it in my, I can feel it in my body too. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you enjoyed this light up your worth episode, be sure to share with a soulful friend who needs to hear this message. Thanks so much for listening and being part of the light up your worth community. My heart is full of gratitude for you. You are my inspiration to shine the light of spiritual heart-centered women. Now go out there and shine your own light, sending you sunshine.